Is this thing on? It sure is. Welcome to the Nicole and Kyle podcast. My name is Kyle. And I'm Nicole. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So as you know, me and Nicole, we've been going to the movies and we like to do a little couple movie reviews. We have two movie reviews for you this go around. We have The Flash and No Hard Feelings. We saw two movies since the last time we talked to you. First one being The Flash. What'd you think? So for me, I actually watched The Flash, the TV show. Mm -hmm. And for me, Grant Gustine is always going to be The Flash. So for me, it was kind of weird to watch Ezra Miller. And for those that don't know, Ezra Miller kind of off the screen has some issues. So it kind of makes me dislike him. So for the movie, the CGI was terrible. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a point out. There was some cool stuff. Like I feel like when he was running, the lightning and all that looked fine. But then they got into some of the other stuff. And it was just kind of like, that looks a little weird. It looks like they kind of cut corners on it. Yeah. My favorite part, which I mean, it's not really a spoiler. I mean. He's in the preview mm -hmm. is uh, Michael Keaton, huge Batman fan. And for those that don't know, Michael Keaton is the best Batman and will always be the best Batman. I don't care what anybody out there says. Michael Keaton is the goat. He's the one for you. He's the one. Yeah, he's the Batman. Who are the other people that have played Batman? So you have Christian Bale uh -huh. is from the Dark Knight trilogy. OK, you have Adam West, which was the old time one, which is my dad's favorite Batman, the one that is that always... like the original Batman? Is that what you consider the original Batman for TV shows and movies? Yeah, that's kind of the when it first started. OK, well, and that's like the first live action Batman was Adam West. That's his Batman forever. Adam West has done a lot more things other than that. It's funny that you when you shared your approach to the movie, I was completely opposite. I have never seen the show. I had no like previous knowledge of anything really about The Flash. And I know nothing about Ezra Miller. I've seen him in other things, but I've, I don't know anything about him personally. So I felt like I actually really enjoyed him. But maybe that's because I had, once again, like no previous knowledge and no previous expectations of what he was going to be like. The thing with Ezra Miller is he's a really good actor. He doesn't seem like he's a very nice person. Well, that makes me sad. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, I, and I would say like aside from Ezra Miller and like expectations about him being the Flash, Bella Marie. We currently have a cat <laughs> that wants very much to be a part of the podcast. You oh, know, I mean, you want to lay right there? We now have a third co-host and her name is Bella. She's our firstborn cat child. Just she, don't stick your butt in your mom's face. She's definitely going to stick her butt in my face. Oh, okay. She's just going to plop right in front of me. All right. You know what? She just has to be a part of things. That's fine. That's I respect it. Um, I, along the lines of the animation would say that it was so bad that it actually made it kind of corny. It was cheesy, the animation at times, and that made it not fun to watch. I did like Batman. I thought it was great. I don't have like an OG Batman that's like my favorite Batman, but I just like, I thought it was great. If Batman was not in that movie, it would not have been good. There was only one thing I would say about like Michael Keaton. When you think of Batman, you think of someone that's like strong and Michael Keaton, like I know he's old, but I feel like in the 1989 Batman, they he was younger, so he looked more beefed up. But in this one, he just looked old. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. That's why I was kind of like, oh, that's interesting that he's your favorite because I haven't seen the 1989 one in like forever. So I don't really remember what he looked like back then. But while we were watching it, I knew going into the movie that that was like Kyle's favorite Batman. And I was like, I'm not quite sure why, because he's kind of puny. Back then, they, they kind of beefed him up a little bit, just like the shots they shot him in. Yeah kind of made him look different. Whereas yeah. in this one, they just kind of were like, eh, it's Michael Keaton. Here you go. Yeah. They do show the Batcave. This is not a spoiler, but they do show the Batcave. And that was so cool. It was really fun to see the Batcave like come to life. And I thought they did a good job with that. Like those, the Batman parts were not cheesy, but the, some of the Flash parts were so 
cheesy. It was weird. And I, I, I think it was the animation for me. I don't know. Yeah. I would give it like out of 10. I'd give it like a 6 out of 10. I didn't. It wasn't my favorite. I think for me, just because of Batman and just because I am kind of a like a Flash fan, which the TV show is not like the first, I'd say probably three seasons. You're kind of like, yeah, this is great. And then eventually got really corny too. Yeah, you stopped watching it. Yeah. It was corny? That's why. Because it got corny and it got repetitive. Oh. Like, oh, there's a bad guy. Oh, the bad guy's going after the Flash. Oh, the Flash is having a moment where he has to find it within himself. Um, Oh, now the Flash is getting the bad guy, you know. And that's like every episode? Pretty much. Oh, that's kind of boring. So it got repetitive. Are there like a ton of seasons of the Flash? Yeah, I think it's up there now. Yeah. It's like seven or eight. Oh, that's a lot. I think it ended though. Oh, that's more than I thought. So what would you give it out of 10? Out of 10, I would probably give it a five. A five? Oh, even lower than I gave it. I was not expecting that. Mostly the five is just mostly because of Batman. You'd give zero stars to the Flash? (laughs) I would give, you know, maybe not a five directly, maybe more like a 5.8. Fair enough. All right. The next movie we saw, we just recently saw this last week, and it was called No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, she's the goat. I love her. I really like Jennifer Lawrence. The beginning of the movie was questionable. Like, I would say for the first, like, 15 minutes, I was like, this is either going to be totally great or totally awful. And to give you just, like, a general premise of the movie, because I had absolutely no idea what it was about going in even after watching the trailer. There's this woman in her early 30s who's played by Jennifer Lawrence, and she is, she's hired by the, by these, by this, like, super nerdy kid's parents to take him on a date and sleep with him and make him cool and make him go have a good time before he goes off to college. And in exchange, she would get a car. And for the first 15 minutes, I was like, this is going downhill very fast. And I don't like any of it except for Jennifer Lawrence. And then after maybe like the first 30 minutes, it got going. And I was like, okay, wait, this is funny. Like I would say the last like 30 minutes of the movie were the funniest in the entire thing. Actually kind of felt like maybe the storyline was lacking for her. Like I think that she could have been better if given more like comedic opportunities to be better, if that makes sense at all. The guy that plays the younger kid, I've never seen him in anything before. And he was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) He was really good. So the reason why when we were walking out, I didn't tell you how I felt about the movie was because I was actually saving it for this. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God, this is a surprise then. Okay. And for me, um, it wasn't that great. You hated it. Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. I think my expectations were too high. Your ex- you went in with high just, expectations of it? I didn't go in like high expectations, but oh. just because of Jennifer Lawrence, I was like, oh, this movie's going to be great. Well, and I think that it could have been better. Like, she's really great. Like, I don't think that I've seen her in a lot of things that I didn't like. Unpopular opinion. I was not a big fan of Silver Linings Playbook. I just felt like it could have been better for her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, for me personally, I just thought it was really corny. Like they were trying too hard. Did you ever feel like it picked up like I did? I feel like it picked up, but you knew what was going to happen. Yeah, that's fair. I honestly thought Jennifer Lawrence, like her acting in it was going to be a lot better. Yeah, me too. I wasn't sure if maybe they didn't give her like enough free reign to like really show her personality. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen like the hot wing video that she did with um tasty i want to say it's tasty like on youtube and she tries like 10 different hot wings and it gets like hotter and hotter and hotter and she's absolutely hilarious and that's all just like her ad-libbing and being funny and i almost kind of felt like maybe the movie put her in a box like maybe the script that they gave her was just not great but it was kind of an interesting movie for her to take i think yeah i did see too that they did give her a lot of what's it called a lot of like free reign to do whatever she wanted to yeah that's true Maybe that was too much. Maybe it was too much. I just feel like for me personally, I feel like the movie, it was corny 
and it was easy to tell what was going to happen. And like even even the guy in the movie, I felt like he tried too hard to be awkward. Him trying so hard to be awkward led to him even being more awkward, which kind of ruined it for me. It gave me the same vibes of the movie um, that we went on for our first date. That is that movie is not even. But that's what I'm saying. It, it reminds me of it. But that movie is way better. What is it called again? She's out of your league. She's out of your league. She's out of your league. I would say is like the much, 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 much better version of this. I feel like they were going for like the old rom-com. Like it was funny at points, but I feel like there was a lot of sexual humor that was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, there was maybe like too much. I was really sad because I don't even remember the last time there was like a really good rom-com in theaters, which... I just remember like there used to be so many like the proposal there just there just has been so many really great rom-coms and I was really hoping that this was going to be like another really fun rom-com and it definitely missed its mark I think. So that's also too what we thought with that one movie with Ashton Kutcher and um, Reese Weatherspoon where oh, they like yeah. switch. I thought it was going to be more like 90s you know rom-com. Me too. Like oh and it they tried too hard in that one too. It was terrible too yeah I think that was that like was that a Netflix movie? Yeah it was. And it wasn't good. I know. Yeah. I haven't. I don't remember the last time I saw like a really great rom com, and it was sad. I was hoping that this was like going to be it, but I did think that it picked up. Like I would say, about fifteen minutes into the movie, I was like, "We could leave, and I'd be fine." <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I could like, kind of sense it too. I didn't want to say anything because I know you really wanted to see it. I just, so I, was I was holding just, out a hope. That's yeah. what I was doing because I was like, I just wanted a really funny rom com, and it just like I don't. It did pick up enough to where like I didn't feel like we needed to leave, but I it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted it to be. When was the last rom-com that you saw that you were just like, oh my God, this is amazing. If this was in theaters, again, I would go see it in a heartbeat. Like The Proposal. Yeah. Like it was that long ago. Like Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock. That era, there was a bunch of them that came out but around there. who is the most important in that movie? Oh, Come on. Betty White. That's right, baby. She's, she, rest in peace. God, Betty White, we miss you. <laughs> She's the world's never going to be the same without her. She definitely made that movie for me. That was like the last one I saw. What about you? What was like the last one you saw that you liked? Um, it was like funny, you know, I, there hasn't been one in a while. No. I would have to look it up. I think maybe go back to like 51st dates. Like they were good back then, you know, yeah. like Adam Sandler. They just they just don't make them like they used to. They just don't. So what I think they're trying to do now is the reason it's like flopping is because they're trying to make it where they bring back all these people that we have nostalgia over, you know, like oh, Reese Witherspoon and that's Ashton an interesting Kutcher. take on it. It's like, why don't you just get fresh faces in there yes. and make something, you know, make something that we've never seen before. It could still be a rom-com. It could. Yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping this was going to be because I don't really remember seeing Jennifer Lawrence in like a rom-com before, not, not like at its true definition. And the kid I had never seen before at all. And I thought like, that's what's going to make this. It's yeah. fresh. Like it's a new take. And it, I don't know. You know what? You could wait for it to come out on DVD. It's you not could. one that you, you need to pay 15 yeah. bucks a person to go see it. I would give it like a six out of 10. It what, was fine. What is your favorite rom-com? Is it the proposal? Um, The proposal or Miss Congeniality? Yeah. Sandra Bullock is my, she's my gal. I love that woman. She's my favorite rom-com. She was, she was in some good movies. Yeah, because I think that she just does rom-com really well. Like she does the romance part really well, but she's also absolutely hilarious. And I think that that like and she works well with different co-stars too. like to be honest with you. I thought that they chose Ryan Reynolds because he was super hot, but they chose him and her together because their chemistry together was absolutely amazing in the proposal. Like the two of them together made it really good. And she's worked with a bunch of different like co-stars and 
never missed for me. I'm going to go out of the box here. Yeah. And I'm just going to ask you a question. It's a yes or no question. Okay. So say yes or no. Okay. Is the 40-year-old virgin a rom-com? Yes or no? Yes. I think so too. You do? I was just thinking that. Um, it just, that movie came to my head for some reason. I was like, hey, that, that, yeah, that's a rom-com. It is. What's that movie with, I can't think of his name. He's big, burly guy, and then Katherine Heigl. Oh, um, um, Gerard Butler. Yeah, there you go. In um, The Ugly Truth. Yeah. Did you like that one? That one's a good one. I liked that one too. People didn't like that one because they didn't like Katherine Heigl, which like that was mainly because like she made a really nasty exit from Grey's Anatomy and all yeah. the Grey's people were all like, the Grey's pissed. people. I liked Grey's Anatomy, but not enough to be like that invested in her just like piecing out from the show. But yeah. I felt like her and Gerard Butler were great together. She was also in a bunch of really good ones, a bunch of really fun rom coms. Yeah, yeah the, the one with um with the baby. Oh my god. Oh yeah, the one. Yeah, gonna yeah, kill yeah. me. That's. I, I can't remember. It'll that come guy's to mind later. My mom loves that guy too, and I it's can't a great remember one. his name. I know it was there's a great movie. That one, and then there's also um the one with Seth Rogen. Oh yeah, or even like I, I liked these because they were fun, like Valentine's Day or like New Year's Eve, like yeah. the ones where they got like all the A-listers together and like put them into one rom com. They like played like out like eight different love stories yeah. within the movie. I love those. I still watch those to or this even, day. Even the. Mila Kunis and oh Justin yes Timberlake. in uh was that No Strings Attached no 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 that was with that one was with um, Ashton Kutcher that one was Ashton Kutcher nice. and Natalie Portman I did yeah. like that one that was a good um, one too that one was really cute was it Friends with Benefits what, what it yeah, was called Friends with Benefits that one was great Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis together were awesome see they don't make them like those anymore now that we've talked about all those I'm even more disappointed right. I'm gonna take my rating from a six to a five. Because now that we're talking about that, it, it can't exceed a absolutely average expectations. I think that's why, too, like all the streaming platforms that have all those old movies on it, they excel because everybody loves those movies. Whereas mm -hmm. like today, you don't you don't really have anything like those. Movies. No, my uncle has a theory that like all of the money in movies are going towards like all of the Marvel movies or like the superhero movies. And like those ones are getting like all of the A-list actors and that they're getting all of the promos and they're getting all of the like special effects. And like, you know, all the people are focused on those movies because they are so popular and that like silly little movies, like not silly, but like, you know, cute little movies like rom-coms are getting like thrown by the wayside because the superhero movies have been so big and that's where people want to put their money. Do you think that that's that that's accurate? Yeah, I think that. And it's I, an interesting theory. I honestly like when he said that, when he said Marvel's taking over the movie. I know. I was dying. I know. That makes <laughs> I was laughing. Because I mean, it, it's true. Yeah. You know, every other month feels like there's a superhero movie or he's something not, like he's that. He's not wrong. Yeah. But I also too feel like same with video games, mm -hmm. same with music, same with TV shows. They're just running out of ideas where they're just like, oh, let's just copy and paste and mm -hmm. make try to make something that hits. I had a boyfriend in high school and I don't know why I'll always remember this, but we were walking around Best Buy in like the TV section. And I remember him saying like, at some point we're going to run out of movie ideas and they're just going to have to start remaking all of the old ones into new ones, which think about it. They are like they're remaking all of the Disney movies into live action. Even the same rom-com story has been remade so many times, but you just can't beat the original. But then again, like the imagination only goes so far, you know, and I yeah. think that they're just maybe maybe there aren't good writers out there. You know? And that's that's like me, you and your uncle were talking about, you know, movies, they have to be original. Yeah. You know, when like The Hangover came out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is amazing because you've never seen it before. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, a friend that gets lost in Las Vegas. Like how many people have been in Las Vegas and been like, where the hell is my friend at? You know? Yep. Yep. I know. I fully agree. What would you give it out of 10? Out of 10. I'm I, curious now. I have to go lower than The Flash just because it's The Flash. Sure. And because yeah. it's DC. So all my points would go to just because it's Jennifer Lawrence. So I would have to say a 4.5. 
Ooh, yeah, yeah. Was it? You know, yeah. Now that we have discussed all of those other stellar rom com movies, it just doesn't even hold a candle, and that makes me sad because I was really, really hoping. I made a video on TikTok getting ready, saying that Kyle and I were hoping that. Jennifer Lawrence was entering her Jennifer Aniston rom-com era and we thought mm. like oh my yeah. god it's gonna be it and it wasn't it and was I'm sad not. no maybe she'll get there eventually yeah but I felt it was too forced yeah there's nothing wrong with branching out trying different movies yeah but her movies you know like Hunger Games and yeah. just movies like that where it's a little bit more serious I feel like you know mm-hmm Maybe that's her thing, you know? Sometimes you're not a chameleon in the world of acting, and that's okay. It is July 2nd right now as we're filming this, and coming up, we have the 4th of July. Sure do. Coming up on Tuesday. And I scoured the internet. You guys really liked our fun facts, well, Kyle's fun fact about Megan Fox's toe thumbs, and I thought we could bring to you fun facts about the 4th of July, and they're going to be exciting. Before we do that, though, can you give me one of your favorite 4th of Julys ever? One of my favorites ever was, if you don't know anything about me, my dad was in the hospital a lot when I was a kid. And my dad was the one who always launched off the fireworks. I have I have like two favorite Fourth of Julys, but only for like a specific reason because of him. The first one was when the nurses in the hospital in his rehab center put us in like a conference room together and we had KFC for dinner and they made it so we could like watch the fireworks from like a really big window in the conference room. It's like one of the best memories that I have of my dad who has now passed. And then the next 4th of July, he was out of the hospital. It was like the first 4th of July he had been out in a long time. And we were so excited because like my dad was like the big firework guy and he was like not afraid like my mom was. My mom was like big, big scared with the fireworks Uh, because where I grew up, like you could launch off your own fireworks in the street. And so it was like one giant block party everywhere you went. Everybody's like launching off fireworks left and right. And my dad was the first one that he was home and he was doing well, actually. Like it was like the healthiest he had been in a while. And He wasn't in tremendous amounts of pain, which was really awesome. So he just like went to town on these fireworks, man. He was like, he took one of those snake things, I remember, because I remember it was a little scary. He took one of those little snake things and he like tacked it to the tree and it spun around and it was really cool. And now when I look back, I'm like, dang, that was a fire hazard. I have no idea how that tree didn't catch on fire and then light up our entire house in flames. But it made it made those the best Fourth of July's I've ever had, especially a fire hazard. If the weather is anything like it is right now, where it's 101. And everything's dry. Too hot. What about you? Do you have any like 4th of July memories that like, do you have one that you really remember? For me, it was always just, we would always buy fireworks Mm -hmm. for my family and then just setting those off. Those are always fun, you know, making sure people didn't blow their hands off. But I think for me, being younger, the moments that I remember are after 4th of July when you still had fireworks left over. Oh, yeah. And like I had friends too that would get fireworks from like Mexico, the ones that are loud oh, and blow up. The and, illegal ones that go in the air? Yeah. Oh, so brave. Not not just those ones, but it was literally just like a stick of dynamite that you would throw. Oh, like a bomb. Yeah, pretty oh. much. And it would explode. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we would, after 4th of July, we would just have those left over. So we would just walk around our town and blow them up. Do what boys do. Yep. Get into trouble. Try not to blow our hands off. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's important. Did you do sparklers? Were you, were you like a big fan of sparklers? Yeah. Yeah, we had everything. We had sparklers. We had the fountains. Did you ever take the sparklers and draw your name on the sidewalk? Yeah. I used to do that all the time. Funny story. Uh, I actually, unfortunately, uh, did that with a flammable liquid. Uh, what? In front of our house. What What flammable liquid? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was like some WD-40 or something. Me and my friends, we used to take flammable liquids, write stuff in the street, and light it on fire. Because then it would be, you know, like in, in the Back to the Future when the 
trails. Oh, I was like, where the heck did you get this idea? But we did that. And guess what happened the next time it rained? What? Oh, no. It all showed up in the rain. Oh, my God. On, on, it literally, everything that we wrote out was just clear as day. <laughs> so then my mom saw did it. Did you write your name? Yep. Oh, y'all just signed it. Like, you. <laughs> yeah. wow. You just wrote your name all over your own trouble. So then I got in trouble. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah. The sparklers, I feel like, went away. Like, I feel yeah. like it would be there. And then, like, by morning, it was gone. And then there was also a park around the corner from my house mm -hmm. that a lot of people just gathered there. Mm -hmm. You probably know. Yes, um, I do. They gathered there and they just let all the fireworks off. Me and a couple friends, you know, like Kelsey, Megan, and all of them would go to the park and just watch them go off. I don't know if you guys, I don't know how common it is for neighborhoods to allow fireworks that you launch off yourself. I know that the city that Kyle and I grew up in is one of the last like in our area that allows fireworks that you purchase and light off on the street. Anybody can. And it was really fun because parks, like Kyle said, all of the parking lots were full of people doing yeah. fireworks and they will still be this year. And you could literally just drive around and look at everybody else launch off fireworks and never light a single one of your own and have a great 4th of July. They didn't host any big firework shows, which to be honest, we didn't feel like we missed out. I thought it was way more fun to yeah. have like little fireworks in front of the house than to like the big firework shows. I also feel like too, it was, wasn't as dangerous. Yeah. It's also cheaper because yep. fireworks, big firework shows, those are so expensive. They're yeah. super expensive. And I never really felt like, cause we went to a couple when I was a kid, my mom and dad found this one that we could go to. And my dad had like a big, like a Zuzu rodeo car that like the back hatch opened up and we would get KFC. We always got KFC on the 4th of July. And I'm, now that I'm saying that, <laughs> this is like the third time that I remember having KFC on the 4th of July. And is that the country's chicken? I guess it's America's chicken. <laughs> America's uh, it was delicious though. And I just like vividly remember having like fried chicken in the back of his rodeo and he would open up the hatch and we'd back up with all these other cars in a parking lot and watch this big fireworks show. And to be honest with you, I, I felt like our little family for the July's in the street lighting off our little fireworks that we bought was way more fun than the big fireworks show. Yeah. Did you ever go to the one in the city? No. That one. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the, um, was it Wild 949s? The one in San fireworks. Francisco where they light yeah. them off on the boat. Over by the Giant Stadium, right? Is that right? Yeah. Little, yeah, yeah, I did go one time with yeah. Megan's family. There was one year. I don't know if it was with Val or mm -hmm. someone. I went with somebody. Yeah. And it was just packed. I feel like once you've seen one giant fireworks show, you've seen them all. But yeah. do you have like a, like, you know, how there's like different fireworks that go off in the big fireworks shows. Do you have one that's like your favorite? Not like, really. My mom loves the happy faces. She like, loses she her mind over it. She's like, oh my God, the happy faces. I love those. Yeah, there was times too that we, we did that where we went over like two towns over, mm -hmm. set in the park, just watched them go off. Yeah, we were trying to figure out what to do this year for the 4th of July because we have two little cats and it's scary for them and our neighbors in the back. I don't know if y'all have neighbors like this who like launch off bombs basically in your backyard and it's horrifying. Like it sounds like a war zone in our backyard for like the entire night of 4th of July. And our cats get so scared because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And so we try to be home for them. I'm sure a lot of you guys are the same. Like if you have dogs and stuff too, they get really freaked out. Like a lot of them need those little like thunder vests, you know, or some of them need little sedatives like my mom's doggy. My mom got doggy sedatives. It's like doggy Benadryl so that she could like keep her calm for the 4th of July. I feel like too this year though, because the fireworks are already going off. Mm -hmm. I feel like Bella and Bailey have both taken it pretty good though. So I feel like if we go out and do something, I'm going to be less worried about leaving them. I think that our, well, our city does like a big firework show. So we might go watch that, but I think we're still trying to figure it out. 
I actually don't enjoy watching the fireworks on TV. I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's just as good if you watch the fireworks that they do in like New York, I want to say is the ones that they show. And I don't think that they're that fun to watch on TV. So this this actually brings up a good point. Yeah. You don't like watching them on TV. Uh huh. How do you feel about people that record the fireworks? <laughs> how, how does that make you feel? Because it drives me insane. I hate it. Because what's the point? Are you going to go back and watch those on your phone later? No. Yeah. Are you going to show it to your friend at work the next day? No. <laughs> Everybody's over it by that point. Like, I don't get it. I don't know why people do that. The only exception, I'm going to give it one exception. If you record a little snippet and you put it like, let's say like on your Instagram story or your TikTok story. Yeah, yeah that makes sure. Show the world that you're having a grand old 4th of July. But who record the entire show? Why? And I'm talking about, you know. Little Miss Karenson over there. Yeah. And got her phone out. Mm -hmm. And they're always wearing 4th of July t-shirts from Old Navy. You know they are. I just don't understand why you can't live in the moment, in that moment, because it's it's just a fireworks show. And then you're just, they're just watching the fireworks show through their phone screen, which I think yeah. is very strange. It's not even like they're looking up. They're still looking at their phone. It's kind of in the same sense of like filming a concert, but at least at a concert, you're seeing somebody. You might mm -hmm. not see them ever again, you know? So yeah. you're like, I can understand that you're going to record the concert to maybe watch it back later or fair enough i understand that but the fireworks i just never understood it. i don't either because like we've said once you've seen one firework show you've seen them all you know they're they're basically all the same they have a big old finale at the end and it's oohs and ahs but like recording it i think is totally silly <laughs> yeah so how do you guys feel about people that record fireworks shows just let us know down in the comments below I would also like to know if you guys are big fans of the old Navy 4th of July t-shirts. Did, like, did you wear them growing up or Hell did you yeah. not? Did you? I have one in my dresser drawer that I'm going to wear. Uh, do you? Yeah. I don't have one anymore. I'm really sad. Oh my God. Oh wait, actually, I did order a bunch of like really cute Amazon uh, 4th of July dresses. Yeah, so. you have those. You but let us know off. if you guys wore the old Navy 4th of July t-shirts growing up and let us know especially if your family had matching 4th of July t-shirts because we did every single holiday. I bet you your dad. Oh, your dad has a. He definitely had an old navy. Oh, Fourth of July oh, shirt. Oh, he wore I them bet with you pride. It, I bet you it was the old navy Fourth yeah. of July shirt. Yep. Blue. Yeah. Well, he had a couple. Yeah. We wore them every year. Remember, bought us new ones every year with blue jean shorts. No, he wore khakis. He wore khakis because <laughs> they had pockets. <laughs> he wore his khakis. He had khakis. You want to wax? They did had pockets. he have? Did he have the goat, the greatest of all time? Dad wear mandals. Nope. Oh, those are good. Those are he did second. wear mandals. Yeah. Did he wear a pair of white tennis shoes? Oh, absolutely. Like, like new, new balances. balances. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yes. yeah. I mean, my dad also had mad knee problems. So like he did need shoes with excellent support. But he he was definitely a new balance. He was a dad. Like my dad was like a dad dad. He that's why he needed the pockets and the khakis. Yeah, you never yeah. know what you're going to need. Yeah, I understand that because, you know, a Buddha, he wears, he wears. I was just going to say. He wears camouflage. With, I was just going to say Kyle's dad wore, cam he still wears his camouflage khakis. He does. With the pockets because he likes to be prepared. You know, he's he's a man that needs his pockets. <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what? I actually don't know what Bobby ever keeps in his pockets. He don't ever keep anything in his no, pockets. No, he just likes having them just in case <laughs> he, he needs like, pockets. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a dad thing, isn't no, it? No, I think it's more of like. Him and my mom are at Walmart, and he's like, "Oh, I need a pair of shorts." And then he sees a pair of shorts. Like, oh, these are good. I love the camouflage, though. I love that for him. Yeah. You yeah. know, he, if he likes it, he likes it. I have prepared something fun for us. Uh oh, some Fourth of July trivia. Fourth of July. What? Fourth of July trivia. What? I'm out of school right now. It's well. I mean, the questions aren't hard. You're not going to know any of the answers. I mean, you you can you can look at them. You can choose to look at them in front of you, or you don't have to. All right. Let's what go. What do you think? Ready? Okay. 
All right. Okay. Number one. And you guys, you guys can also listen and, and find your own guesses. I know the answers and you don't. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. What day was the celebration of America's birth actually supposed to happen? It wasn't supposed to be July 4th. I'm going to say it was supposed to be on September 16th. Your birthday? Actually, did you know? September 16th is Mexican Independence Day. Oh, and you think it was supposed to be on the same day? Yep. It's not a bad guess. Someone can correct me, but I'm pretty sure it's Mexican Independence Day. No, I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right. It was supposed to be on July 2nd. It was actually supposed to be today. We would normally be celebrating the birth of America today. John Adams, he wanted it that way, but that's not the way that it went because the Declaration of Independence was actually not formally adopted until July 4th. Speaking of which, this is another fun 4th of July fact. Okay. There is only one major retail store that I could find on the internet that is actually closed on the 4th of July, aside from banks and postal services, because those are kind of like no brainers, I feel like on federal holidays. But there's only one retail store that I could find that is actually closed. I feel like I know. What is it? Costco. It is Costco. (gasps) How'd you know that? I wasn't even looking. How did you know that? I feel like it's out of the normal, you know, like Walmart. Costco has bad respect for their employees, too. They're the best paid employees in retail. Yeah. I feel like Walmart, Target, all those, they have no reason to, I mean, close. They're kind of just like, "Uh, let's just make some more money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah, even all the fast food restaurants, because I thought there's got to be one, right? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A open on the 4th of July. Who knew? They're closed on God's Day on Sunday, but not the 4th of July. They're still ringing in the chicken on the 4th of July. Who knew? I have a very good question for you. Okay. For me, there is only one good answer, but I'll take I'll this take is other. high pressure. I'll okay. Take other answers. All right. What is your favorite Fourth of July movie of all time? My favorite Fourth of July movie? There's only one right answer? For me, there's only one right answer. There might be more for you, but what is your favorite Fourth of July movie? I'm trying movie? to even like gather in my head a Fourth of July movie. Come on. You know which one I'm thinking of. It it might not be yours, but you know which my one. My brain I'm is of. not recalling any Fourth of July movies. <laughs> what is it? You're killing me. What is it? You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, God. The Sandlot. (laughs) Jesus. My brother forced me to watch that movie maybe 1,000 times when I was younger. Because it's a great movie. It is. It is a great movie. I'm sorry. I don't know why that didn't come into my head. It is considered a 4th of July movie. Oh, for sure. Yes. I mean, the 4th of July, they get drunk and they throw up on the tilt-a-whirl. I mean, who could forget it? And they make yeah. s'mores and then the, in the camper. the fireworks, they light the field so they can play at night. Sure do. It's 4th of July, baby. It's 4th of July nostalgia. Honestly, it really is. That's like 4th of July from like back in the day, the way it was supposed to be. Kids running around amok, having a great time. All right. You ready? How many presidents have died on the 4th of July? Two. Three. Damn. Isn't that crazy? That was just Is that guess. kind of ironic? How much money do Americans spend on fireworks, do you think? Fireworks shows annually. All together or just one person? Like all together, like America as a whole. Like for one fourth of July. One fourth of July? Yeah. One point two six billion. It's about a billion dollars. Isn't that Ooh. crazy? One billion dollars every single year for fireworks. So is that just the big shows or is yeah. that like that's the big shows? Oh, okay. John Adams is the one who actually wanted fireworks for the 4th of July. If you ever wondered where that came from, because I, I always thought it is big and celebratory, but like whose idea was it? John Adams. He wanted illuminations from one end of the continent to the other from this time forward forevermore on the 4th of July. That's what he wanted and that's what he got and that's what we do. How young do you think the youngest person who signed the Declaration of Independence was? If the I'm oldest person say, was 70. 
I'm going to say 33. You're close. 26 years old. Edward Rutledge, the youngest person to sign the Declaration of Independence. How do you think he felt signing the Declaration of Independence? I think he probably had no idea what kind of importance it would carry for the future. But I think that they signed on a hope, not on what they thought would actually happen. Like, I think that that was their dream for the country. But I don't know if they thought that, like, it would actually, like, continue, you know? And he's 26. Like, what are your priorities when you're 26? Getting crazy. They were getting drunk. They were having a great time with the ladies at 26 years old. He was concerned about the future of the nation. That's kind of wild. I mean, I was just working at the movie theater. We were were just living like very simple lives. And this homie is over here signing the most important document in our national history. Isn't that wild? That is wild. I know. 26 years old, man. I I couldn't imagine it. So up to this day, you've been saying a famous line from a famous movie and you keep repeating it. Can you reenact that line for me? the most famous 4th of July line in my mind. I know it is. I just want to hear how you say it. Oh my God. You look like the 4th of July. (laughs) Makes me want a hot dog real bad. (laughs) What's the movie, Kyle? You don't know the movie? It's Legally Blonde. I know Legally Blonde. Jennifer Coolidge makes that movie. That was a a great It was good, wasn't it? it? (laughs) And with that note, you guys out there have a safe and happy 4th of July. Please let us know how you're celebrating in the comments because we want to know. And also make sure you tell somebody you love them. And eat a hot dog for me on the 4th of July. Okay, we love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.